Hello and welcome to Studio RC, your daily encouragement for your recovery and your faith. My name is Pastor Max, I am an alcoholic and I am a believer. Today we're going to talk about authentic living. And uh, one of the things in recovery that we realize is that maybe we had been living a lie or at least there have been lies along the way, uh, covering up our, our usage, our, our drinking, our drug use. And, and so living an authentic life, when we take the drugs and alcohol out of our lives, um, we, we have the hopes of that we can live this life, this life that is authentic and one that doesn't require about hiding or stealing or lying, um, any of those things. So we're going to talk about authentic living today. And another way of thinking about that is living a, li a life of truth. Um, and so let's take a look at that. It tells us in As Bill Sees It, the deceptions of others is nearly always rooted in this deception of ourselves. When we're honest with another person, it confirms that we've been honest with ourselves and with God. The truth is we can't be honest with somebody else if we're not being honest with ourselves. And so how often are we deceiving others? Often sometimes because we've deceived ourselves. When we were drinking or using, how often have we deceived ourselves about our reality? Um, rewriting it to what we wanted it to, to be. Deceiving others is a character defect. Even if it's just stretching the truth a bit or uh, cleaning up our motives so that others will think well of us. In early recovery, I had a, a person come up to me and it, this great pillar of, of recovery and someone I, I look up to and, and had a lot of time and had just this sort of this aura of peace around him. And he asked after one of my shares, he said, now did everything that you just shared, was it, uh, was it truthful? And I was like, well, you know, I was telling a story. So, you know, I was trying to make it entertaining and exciting. And he's like, well, is it all truthful? I'm like, well, yeah, I think so. And he's like, did you exaggerate it all? I'm like, well, you know, maybe a little bit to, you know, maybe the fish was this big and not this big, but, you know. And he looked at me and he says, exaggeration is just another form of lying. And he walked away. It's one of those lessons in life where I wasn't, I wasn't living an authentic life. And so it was also that others would think this story was better, but even exaggeration isn't li living an authentic life. We need to remember each day that deceiving ourselves about ourselves is setting ourselves up for failure or disappointment in life and in the program. A close, honest relationship with a higher power is the only foundation that we have found for honesty with self and with others. We need that God component. It also tells us, and as Bill sees it, I try to hold fast to the truth that a full and thankful heart cannot entertain great, receipt, great conceits. When brimming with gratitude, one's heartbeat must surely result in outgoing love, which is the finest emotion that we can ever know. In other words, if we're grateful, it's hard to live a, a, a life of lying um, because we are holding to truth and we're telling what we're great, grateful for. The, the gratitude, that's the basic ingredient of humility. And that humility is the basic ingredient of anonymity. And that anonymity, that's the spiritual foundation for all of our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles 
before personalities. As a result of gratitude, one of the ways we can start every morning is on our knees and we can thank God. And we can thank God for three things right out of the chute. I'm alive. I'm on this side of the green grass. I'm sober. I'm clean today. And I'm a member of the program. We try to live an attitude of gratitude and thoroughly enjoy just another 24 hours um, and this, this recovered, this clean way of life. Um, the program's not something to be joined. It is something to be lived. And we want to live out our recovery. So I, I also, I looked up truth throughout the, the, uh, the literature. And let me define truth. Truth is a, an actual state. It's verified or indisputable fact. It's obvious or an accepted fact. And we talk about truth today, but we also, there's this thing of relativism, um, that truth is relative. You have your truth, I have my truth. Um, I don't think that's the nature of truth. Relativism, relativism says the criteria of judgment are relative, varying with individuals and their environment. Um, it seems at times when we have our own truths that it's a rationalization. Truth is, it shouldn't be changing. When Jesus says, I am the truth, I am the way, I, I am unchanging. My, when we look at truth, it should be the same. No matter what angle we look at it from, it remains a fact. That's what truth is. Um, but if you have your truth and I have my truth, then they're not really truths according to the actual definition. And how often in our, our divided times do we say, well, you'll have your truth and I'll have my truth. Well, two opposing truths aren't truth. They, they, they don't exist. Now, you can have your opinion and I can have my opinion, but that doesn't make it truth. Truth is unchanging. Truth is, is, this, is the same no matter what angle you look at it. It still remains true. It doesn't change. Truth isn't a sliding scale. This is what the literature says. We've had to, we, we've had to have outside help if we were sure to know and admit the truth about ourselves. Like sometimes we need outside help. The help of God and another human being, whether that's a sponsor, maybe that's even a, a clinician of some sort, but we needed additional help to make sure that we, we saw the truth about ourselves. We have seen the truth demonstrated again and again. Once an alcoholic, once an addict, always an alcoholic, always an addict. That's a truth. That's a fact. That's an AA and NA truth. Um, here's another fact or truth. Some of us have taken very hard knocks to learn this truth. Job or no job, wife or no wife, spouse or no spouse, we simply do not stop drinking or using so long as we place dependence upon other people ahead of our dependence on God. That's a truth. That's an AA fact. Um, the moment we catch even a glimpse of God's will, the moment we begin to see truth, justice, and love as the real and internal things in life, we're no longer deeply disturbed by all the seeming evidence to the contrary that surrounds uh, us in purely human affairs. We just need to get a glimpse of God's will, and then we begin to see truth and justice and love. It tells us in the 11-step prayer, Lord, make me a channel of your peace, that where there's hatred, I may bring love. That where there is wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness. That where there is discord, I may bring harmony. That where there is error, I may bring truth. 
that where there is doubt, I may bring faith, that where there is despair, I may bring hope, that where there are shadows, I may bring light, that where there is sadness, I may bring joy. Now, one of the things that I have learned, and um, I might have shared this before, my favorite Russian proverb, I only know one, so it is my favorite, but it's the only one I know. It says that a hammer can forge steel or break glass. When it says that the, when there is error, I may bring truth. Jesus was the, had the hammer of truth on his side all the time. He could forge steel or break glass. But the truth is, even with the, the, the hammer of truth on his side, he never broke glass. He never, fra- like the, the souls that were, that were like glass, he never broke those souls. He always forged with his truth. He never broke the fragile. And so that's, we want to use truth not as a hammer to teach somebody or put them in their place. We want, it, we want truth always to build up, to encourage, and not to shatter. Here are some thoughts on honesty, because I think honesty goes hand in hand with truth. There are those two who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders. This comes from how it works. But many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. If we have the capacity to be honest, we can be we have the ability to be we to um, get sober. Um, it talks about rigorous honesty. It talks about honest appraisal. It talks about doing uh, serious um, or superficial, an honest desire to stop drinking or using, an honest desire to let God take us to better things. We want to have the honest effort. Um, to practice these principles in all our affairs. It talks about, in the 10th step, to have an honest regret. Um, we want to do, we want to have an honesty with God. We are uh, honest with another human being. When we're honest with another human being, it confirms that we're, we've been honest with ourselves and with God. Um, We must be entirely honest with somebody if we expect to live long or happily in this world. So honesty, that truth. If we will take, if we, it will not take long for you to decide if you are honest with yourself about it in regards to your addiction and in regards to your recovery. So honesty, hand in hand with truth, they go together. Now, I want to share two scriptures that are, um, that, I think are really important. One comes from John 8, verses 31 and 32. It says, To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you really are my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now, what if, what if I said that truth is a person rather than a fact? Every time we say truth, we're really talking about a person. Jesus said, I am, uh, like, I am truth. Like, Jesus is truth. Um, the truth will set you free. Jesus will set you free. You will know the truth. You will know Jesus, and Jesus will set you free. Another scripture comes from John 14. And this talks about, this again is, uh, about that authentic living. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, believe in Jesus. My father's house has many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. And he's talking, Jesus is talking about heaven. If I'm going there to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm going to come back and I'm going to take you to be with me so that you may be where 
I am. You're going to know the way to this place where I'm going. But Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, I'm the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know him. And you'll know my father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Why? Because you know Jesus. And I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. So think of when we say truth, truth is a person, not a fact. And so let the person of Jesus set you free. And let that be the the truth that you, you put All other truth against is the truth, the person of Jesus, because Jesus is the truth. He's life. He's the way. And so know tonight, do not let your hearts be troubled, because you know the truth, the personhood, the person of Jesus. That's how we live an authentic life. That's how we live out truth. That's how we live an honest life, is by knowing and following and living out the principles of this person of Jesus. When you let Jesus be that higher power, that power that's greater than yourself, truly that will open you up to so many incredible things in your life. May you be blessed by the thing, the one true truth that is Jesus. Thanks so much for coming to Studio RC. And remember, Recovery Church, 12 steps, one goal. God bless. And we'll see you next time.